Elvis Preslin is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Now, now. Stay tuned to SAFM. The Democratic Alliance says it is proceeding with its court case in the High Court in Pretoria today as it seeks legal certainty on the executive's obligation or obligations under international law, despite the Russian President Vladimir Putin not attending next month's BRICS summit in South Africa. The DA launched an application to compel the arrest of Putin should he come to South Africa. This after the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Putin earlier this year over alleged war crimes linked to the deportation of children from Ukraine by invading Russian forces. For more on this, we're joined on the line by the DA's national spokesperson, Vavnet Horn. A very good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to your listeners. Mr. Horn, what legal certainty are you hoping to get from the courts over the issue of the ICC warrant of arrest? Well, yes, we... Uh are or were hoping, and I'll explain why I'm using words just now, hoping for an order to uh, specifically unpack the action steps that uh, a country like South Africa, who's a signatory to the Rome Statute and a member of the court, must take once you are requested to, as the law calls it, cooperate with the ICC in the possible execution of a warrant. Um, but what had transpired since our announcement yesterday is that late yesterday, the Director General of um, uh, the Department of Justice, Doc Machabani, has filed yet another supplementary affidavit on behalf of government in which he has now admitted that all of those action steps has, in I want to say in the background, in secret been taken by, by him. Um, he's forwarded the request uh, to, to cooperate to the National Prosecuting Authority, more or less in line with the order we wanted from court, and that they are now ready to place it in front of a magistrate for a uh, directive to execute um, if and when uh, the the person um, identified in the warrant arrives in the country. So that would, would render the, I want to say, the legal side somewhat moot, although uh, quite possibly because of the way government has refused to admit that that's more or less their obligations in terms of their own statute and our domestic law, uh, one might maybe want to ask the court uh, to just confirm that in an order. But there's, of course, also the, um, unfortunately, the issue now, uh, as has again been confirmed by the way government has in, the, uh, in, in, in only supplementary affidavits completed the piece of the puzzle, that we would want the court to express a view about the lack of candor on the part of government, specifically also, unfortunately, on the part of the president, who in his first affidavit did not uh, show the forthrightness the court expect of litigants and the forthrightness we would expect of our president, in that he didn't admit that there was already then an agreement that President Putin would not be coming. Um, and also on the part of, of, of government in the sense that they, at that stage, created the picture that they, in their view, were still room to maneuver out of the obligations, whilst they now, yesterday late afternoon, admitted that, as a matter of fact, they understand their obligations, and they have, in, 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 in the back room, already started doing what they're supposed to do. 
So, the president, Silvan Poza, has made his affidavit public since the recent court ruling ordered him to do so. But it seems like there's a trust deficit. Uh, so why does the DA now need certainty, and why is it so important that you need that order? Well, you know, we, we, we for now, the, uh, our government says we are to remain a member of the, the ICC and a signatory to the um, statute, as it is, BRICS is seemingly on the verge of being expanded in a massive way. Um, uh, we, and, and, and we're not critical of it, seem to be of the view that uh, in terms of international relations and, and formalizing international relations, there's a lot of benefit to be gained from being part of bigger groupings. Um, so, but therein lies also the risk that the more your formal friends become, the bigger is the potential for for to be in their ranks uh, somebody tasked uh, or uh, identified, uh, let's say, focused on by the International Criminal Court. So in that sense, uh, clear legal precedent about our obligations, even in light of very formal, friendly relations with countries, um, uh, our obligations in terms of, of the the Rome Statute and our domestic law would go a long way to prevent the type of uh, obfuscating um, and try attempts to, 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 let's say, sidestep those obligations in future. Mm-hmm. So as the DA, do you think that another situation like that of the Russian President Vladimir Putin could arise in future? And, and why do you think that this could be a possibility then? Well, um, I think, firstly, we know that more or less the same happened in respect of the Omar al-Bashir saga, although in that case, um, sadly, so he was allowed to, to, to uh, visit and allowed to leave. Um, and as I now said, um, both in terms of um, our involvement in, in African uh, formal structures and diplomatic structures and government structures, and now with BRICS seemingly contemplating expanding its list of members uh, with up to 50 members, it's quite clear uh, that it's not beyond contemplation that in, in the very near future or the, the, the medium term, we could again be faced with a situation where, where one of, of these countries with whom we have been very formal and very friendly relations um, mm-hmm. could be in, in the sights of the International Criminal Court. So, so even though um, uh, Vladimir Putin is no longer coming to the country, you feel that there is still a need to get, um, shall we say, clarity on the issue? Well, yes. Um, I mean, what we have seen um, in, in now since the news broke earlier this year that there has been issued a warrant is, again, that the same type of, um, I want to say, opportunistic interpretation of both our domestication law as well as the Rome Statute. Um, even academics and, and, and legal professionals has, has gone some way to, to try and interpret all of all of these statutes and all of the obligations in a in a manner that would favour a decision on the part of our government to ultimately decide not to execute the warrant, mm-hmm. and and in that sense uh, we're of the view that hopefully a court order would take a, 
a next warrant and a next possible visit by somebody who the ICC wants to bring before the court uh, beyond that type of, um, uh, I want to say, talk shop type of, of attempts to assist government to, ev- to evade that obligation. Do you feel that your case has any prospect of success? Well, um, can I? maybe I must add that the, the friends of the court um, Amnesty International, etc., has also asked the, the, the matter to proceed for that type of, of legal precedent. Of course, now that Dr. Mashabani has filed his supplementary affidavit in which he admitted that government really knew what their obligations were and have silently uh, started to give effect to it, um, that part has been rendered moot. But in terms of the, the fact that government allowed us to proceed with the court case and filed an affidavit in which it did not place all of the relevant facts before the court, um, and specifically the fact that they already by then knew that President Putin would not be coming, uh, it, it, from a legal point of view and a, a legal practice point of view, it's quite clear that ordinarily our courts would frown upon that failure to put all of the relevant facts before, before the court. And in that sense, of course, like all other litigants in this country, we are looking into at least obtaining a, an order that uh, government must pay the legal costs we incurred, which could have been prevented had the president just reached out to our leader and, and maybe agreed with him at that stage to, to keep the information confidential for a week or two whilst the president seemingly was trying to get um, uh, a phone call lined up with the presidents of India and China. I thank you so much for your time. That was the DA National Spokesperson, Werner Horn. You are listening to First Take SA on SAFM.